I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Chrysler is standing by the safety of its vehicles. That's what the American automaker is saying after refusing to go along with a government request to recall some 2.7 million older model Jeeps. The request was based on evidence that the gas tank design on two Jeep models sold between 1993 and 2007 made them prone to leaks and fire in the event of a rear-end collision. A number of fire-related deaths involving Jeeps have been reported. Angela Gryling Keene is an automotive industry reporter with Bloomberg. She spoke with the world's Aaron Schachter earlier today about the Italian-Canadian auto executive who's behind this recall refusal. Angela, Sergio Marchionne is the man who heads Fiat and Chrysler. What is his role in refusing to recall Jeeps? Well, he's ultimately the person who's making the decisions for Chrysler and who's setting the strategy. So he is here in Washington occasionally, is here in the U.S. a lot, and he's the one who is ultimately responsible for this highly unusual decision to refuse to recall vehicles that the U.S. auto safety regulator is saying should be recalled. He, from what I understand, is not your typical CEO. He, he's definitely someone who knows what he wants, and he's used to getting what he wants. He uh, isn't, isn't someone who is afraid to speak up. He's uh, someone who... Um, invites controversy, isn't afraid of upsetting someone here or there, and this is definitely a hallmark of that style. Okay. Now, the recall request comes from the U.S. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Um, Are car companies legally required to do what they say? Well, NHTSA, the regulator, which is part of the U.S. Department of Transportation, has the authority to require a recall. If, if, if it gets to that point, they can say, absolutely, Chrysler, you must recall these vehicles. But at this point, there's still several steps before that could happen. Normally, when the regulator tells a company, we think that you should recall these vehicles, and here's why, the companies do that. They don't take it to the next step. So this, this only happens uh, once every 15 or 20 years. Okay, from a layperson's perspective, what Sergio Marchionne is doing seems like a real big gamble. He's thumbing his nose at uh, the U.S. regulatory agency for automobiles. What could the strategy be here? It's a gamble, and it's unusual. All, all the analysts I talked with yesterday and regulator, former regulators said, wow, that this is not what we expected to happen. So what, what could happen is they could recall these vehicles later. They could delay this process by a year, by two years. And the SUVs that we're talking about here date back to 1993. So those SUVs that are still out there are 20 years old. And there's still a lot of them on the road, estimated about 2.7 million as of 2011, but every year that they wait, that they delay this, there's fewer of them on the road, which would mean it would cost less if they were to carry out a recall and make some sort of structural change to these trucks. Angela, Sergio Marchionne was the head of Fiat before Fiat controlled Chrysler, and he was known for turning the company around in part by kind of strong-arming the Italian government. Is that his style? Is that what works for him? It's what worked for him, but it may not work here in the U.S. The, the U.S. obviously has a, a large regulatory body, and they're used to dealing with auto companies. Recalls happen pretty much every day. It's a very routine thing that cars and trucks are recalled, not usually 2.7 million of them, but it, it's something that the regulators are used to doing and used to having automakers have some discussion and some pushback. They might negotiate terms of the recall, exactly what vehicles and under what circumstances they're recalled, the timing for when they have to be fixed. 
but they're not used to at all just having someone come in and, like you say, bully them or try to bully them. So there's some speculation among analysts here that that strategy may backfire and the regulator might see this as a reason to, to push even harder on their side and ultimately they have the upper hand. Angela Greiling-Keen is an automotive industry reporter. She works for Bloomberg. Thank you so much. Thank you.